Hey everyone, Dr. Richard Lai here with Study Acupuncture with me. And I'm going to remind you first about my email list. I hope that you signed up for it. If you're on this list, you get study guides. That's right. Beautifully handcrafted study guides by yours truly. So with each podcast or YouTube episode, I will release a PDF that's going to help you study the material that's discussed on the podcast. So how do you get on this email list? You go to my website, www.studyaccuwithme.com, and the form will automatically appear. All right, so now let's get into this week's topic, which is the spleen. And next week, we're going to review the functions of the heart. And you can expect that episode is going to be ready for you by Monday morning so that you can listen to it on your drive to work while you're busy running errands or while you're at the gym. So let's talk about spleen, which I'm sure you love talking about with your patients all day, every single day. Now, our patients and even us ourselves, we cause so many issues to our spleen just because how we live in our daily life. And that's why I spend the time to make this content for you, because I know you're an acupuncture student and you're working full time. You're going to school at night and you're going to school on the weekend. And I'm sure not only are you having a hard time just to find the time to study, but also having a hard time just figuring out what to study. So you can always jump to one of these episodes and get right into the spleen or the small intestine or whatever topic is of that episode. So what is the main function of the spleen? The main function of the spleen is to transform and transport food essences. Now, the spleen, it governs that transformation and transportation. But what does that mean? It means that our stomach receives food and digests the food, and our spleen is supposed to absorb nutrients from that food. And it's supposed to separate and transport that food to all these different organs and all the different parts of your body. Now, the spleen is part of a lot of different processes. For example, body fluid production process and distribution, production of chi and blood, a lot of different processes that the spleen is a part of. I say all of that just to mean that our spleen extracts food chi or guchi from the food. And this guchi or food chi is the key element when we're trying to produce chi and blood in our body. So the number one function of the spleen is that it transforms and it transports. What does it transform and transport? It transports food essences and chi to all the different parts of our body and to all these different organs. This is the process for how we get chi and blood. This is the process for how we digest our food, how we assimilate the food, and how we eventually excrete it. And it's the beginning of our digestion process. Now, if this part of the process has issues, for example, and here's a phrase that you probably say a lot, if there's spleen chi deficiency, uh-oh, what's going to happen? Well, the function of transformation and transportation will be impaired. So then what happens then? What happens then is digestion is impaired and our patient is going to get loose stools. Our patient's going to feel weak. Our patient's going to feel tired. Because of the chi that's supposed to transport to the various parts of the body, the function of the spleen is impaired so that transportation and transformation isn't happening. And that's why I like to use Stomach 36 as a staple in most of my treatments. Or at least if I don't use it, I'll just do some manual stimulation around that point, either before I insert needles or after I take the needles out. And I do that for at least a unit. Now, we talked about how the spleen transforms and transports food chi, food essences. It also transforms and transports fluids. And in the previous study guide that I sent, I included a picture of how body fluids are distributed and transformed. And if you refer to that, you'll see a lot of the organs will separate pure and impure from the food. The spleen, for example, you'll see, it separates pure and impure. 
pure goes up to the lungs and the impure part goes down to the intestines. So if there's a kink in that part of the process in the intestines, what can happen with our patients? If the spleen's function of transforming and transporting fluid is impaired, what can happen to our patients is that the fluid can accumulate and become dampness. And it can even become phlegm and become edema that's going to build up in your patient's body. So if your patient exhibits signs and symptoms of edema, they start to say they feel heavy or they feel tired, or when you palpate their pulse, they have a slippery pulse, whatever manifestations that let you know that dampness is involved, it's safe at that point to involve in your acupuncture point prescription points that tonify the spleen. Something like UB20, stomach 36, those are easy ones to remember that you can keep in the back of your pocket. All right, now the next function of the spleen is that it controls the ascending of chi. Now, number one easy thing to remember about ascending of chi means that the spleen keeps all your internal organs in their place. Meaning, if this function is impaired, there could be prolapse, prolapse of an organ, uterine prolapse, bladder prolapse, vaginal prolapse, prolapsed hemorrhoid. I've had a couple patients recently that came in for hemorrhoids and they complain of prolapse hemorrhoids. I do want to mention though that they're also seeing their gastroenterologist for it, but my treatment with them will just involve spleen points since it keeps organs in their place. Now, in terms of ascending chi, the spleen sends pure food chi up to the lungs, right? Up. If you look at the previous study guide with that picture of distribution of body fluids I sent, you'll see that spleen sends pure food chi up to the lungs, and the lungs diffuse that to the toe in today's study guide that I'll send you, I'll include that diagram as well. And I'll also include other diagrams with the spleen that hopefully you'll find helpful. So like I said before, the spleen sends food chi everywhere. It sends it to a lot of different organs. And two important things that you need to know is that the spleen sends food chi up to the lungs to make gathering chi. And it sends food chi up to the heart as part of the process to make blood. I'll include that as a diagram in the study guide. So the key word here is up. The spleen controls the ascending, the up of chi. It's the power that sends that food chi up. Now, the next function of the spleen is that it controls blood. Now, this refers to two things. Number one, the spleen keeps, controls blood. It keeps blood in our blood vessels. And number two, the spleen makes blood. And I will, of course, include a diagram in the study guide of the production of blood. Now, what does all this mean clinically for us as acupuncturists? Clinically, this means that if our patient's spleen is healthy, their capillaries, their blood vessels are going to be healthy. Their blood is going to stay in the blood vessels and they won't hemorrhage easily. Hemorrhage meaning blood is released from a broken blood vessel. So with an impairment of the spleen, there's going to be an impairment to the spleen's function to control blood. So our patient could present with bleeding in different parts of their body. Maybe they bruise like a peach. Maybe they bruise like a banana. Maybe they'll have blood in their stool or they'll have blood in their urine. Or maybe if they're pregnant, they'll have some bleeding with their pregnancy. So the bleeding, the part where spleen is impaired and the control of blood is impaired, it can manifest in so many different outcomes. So I say that all to say, as you're treating, keep an eye out for spleen signs as the cause for that blood that you see. Now, the other thing about controlling blood, it's referring to producing blood. And spleen produces blood. It produces blood from our food. 
the spleen extracts that food chi from our food, and it's going to send food chi to the lungs and the heart. The heart, we know, governs blood, and we'll take that food chi and that essence, and it's going to combine it with kidney essence and original chi to make blood. All right, the next function is that the spleen controls the muscles and also controls the arms and the legs. And I mentioned before how spleen will transport food essence and food chi to the whole body. Here, I'll be more specific and I'll say the spleen transports all that stuff to the muscles in the arms and the legs, which is why with spleen chi deficiency, one of the key manifestations is tiredness. And with stomach deficiency, the stomach also has a role in transportation. So with stomach deficiency, our patient's going to complain of weak arms and legs. Hey, and that actually does it for all of the functions of the spleen. So before I let you go, let's just talk about some of the sayings or the correspondences of the spleen, because they're really important to know too. So I will include a study guide on the correspondences. I'm going to send it out with this podcast episode. And if you're listening to this and you're wondering, hey, wait, where do I get this study guide? You've got to sign up for the email list. So please go to www.studyaccuwithme.com to sign up. So in that study guide, I'm going to include a table of correspondences. And we have some important ones that we need to know. And in this episode, we focused more so on the spleen, which is part of the earth element. So for example, if you look at that study guide, you'll see sense organ as one of the rows. So the sense organ of the spleen is the mouth. And you might also hear this referenced as the spleen opens into the mouth. On your board exam, you might get a question, which is a easy, gimme question. Easy points. What does the spleen open into? The answer, of course, is the mouth. The spleen opens into the mouth. Now, this means that the function of our mouth depends on the spleen. It depends on the health of the spleen. So if your patient is coming to you with difficulty chewing, pain while chewing, difficulty tasting things, things taste more bland to them, they have a poor appetite. If that's the case, you should consider using the spleen in your treatment, since tonifying the spleen would improve the function of the spleen and improve the spleen opening into the mouth correspondence. Now there's other correspondences on the table that I've included. All the other elements are there as well. So be sure you review everything. All right, so that brings us to the end of this episode. If you're on the email list, you're going to receive a study guide in PDF format referencing all the topics of today's podcast. And how do you get on this email list? Go to my website, www.studyaccuwithme.com and fill out the easy short form. All right, everyone. Until next time, God bless and happy studying.